Assalamu alaikum, Rizq Nation. Welcome back to the show. Saeed, Ali, we are actually in the same room today. Yeah, it's really weird. Really weird. And we also haven't recorded in a long time. <laughs> yeah, let's not mention that. Let's just, let's I just, knew you wouldn't want to. Let's just brush, I just right? Like, I just like addressing the the tension that's in the room. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while, probably since Ramadan, since we've uh, really recorded something for RiskWise. Yeah. We've gotten uh, quite a few requests, which is very heartwarming, I think. Yeah, and the good news is people are still listening to the show, yeah. even though we haven't been recording the show. <laughs> but alhamdulillah, we've gotten a lot of downloads this year. Yeah, exactly. Um, people are going back. They're catching up. I think we had a good month in Ramadan. We did the charity course, which, yep. is, which was a, a huge success on many, many fronts. And we talked about that in, in a few uh, previous episodes. Yep. So I think a lot of people came into the show and discovered it in Ramadan because of the charity course. And then they exactly. went back and started listening. Which is exactly what we advise any new, new listener to do. Definitely. So we're back. We're back and we are doing a three-part series for the end of the year. We're recording this and we'll release this, inshallah, within the month of December 2016. It's the end of the year. The end of the year is a milestone in many different ways. This is typically when people tend to take stock of their lives. We make New Year's resolutions. We think about, you know, losing weight and exercising and yep. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And financially, that's one of the things that we tend to think about, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, year-end in the financial world means a lot because businesses tend to have year-end sometimes in the calendar year. Definitely everybody has their taxes January to December. Uh, so this is a good time. I mean, New Year's resolutions, let's be honest, it's a little cliche, right? But there's a reason why it's popular. There's a reason why people do it. And there's a reason why people fail. And we're going to address that in this mini series. Because you got to start somewhere. You got to be able to measure yourself and benchmark yourself and, and measure that you're improving over time. And you got to start somewhere. You got to put a, a line in the sand and say, yeah, this is my start point. And this is where I'm going to measure myself year after year. You can choose any time to do that. We're doing it now because this is naturally when a lot of people do it. So let's let's get into that. We're we're going to urge you in this episode and in the coming episodes to take the opportunity now this time of year to do a year in review financially, a financial year in review. Right. And the one the, the first reason why you should do that is to keep yourself accountable. Right? It's very easy to, you know, especially when it's just you. Right? right? Like you don't have somebody checking in on you financially. You don't have somebody that's checking your credit card statements and yeah. maybe a spouse and that's, that's good too. Right. <laughs> uh, and you know, and, and keeping track of where you are financially, generally it's on you. Right? right. So the end of the year is a great time to do that for the reasons Saeed mentioned, right? Because first of all, you're probably plan your taxes on an annual basis, Yep. right? That's the calendar year. Second of all, you're already in this kind of self-improvement mindset. Yep. Right? And most people tend to have a little extra time in the holidays, unless you work retail, then it's kind of the opposite. But most people tend to have a little extra time over the holidays to really take stock and reflect and spend time with family. So this is a good time to be accountable. And without putting a line in the stand and say, yeah, here's where I'm going to start my measurement. It's easy for years upon years to pass by and then wake up, you know, in your 40s and 50s and think, oh man, I'm not where I thought I would be. Yeah. I'm going to go buy a Ferrari to make myself feel better. It's so easy to put it off unless you have a hard deadline, right? Why, why do... Uh, why does... I thought you were going to say it's so easy to buy a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if you do this, it will be. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so easy to put it off, right? Why does the tax man want to get paid once a year? Because if there's no hard deadline, they'll never get paid, exactly. right? Exactly. Why does it have to do once a year? That's if right. There's no hard deadline. People will just put it off and put it off until... Never, basically. Mm -hmm. Exactly, right? exactly. So it's a good, it's the first reason that we're going to argue that you should be doing this. Why do you interview is the first thing you, you got to make yourself accountable and put a line in the sand that this is where I need to measure myself against. Rather than putting it off at some point in the future, we're going to do these numbers. 
The second reason you should do a financial year in review is to bring some intentionality back to the way that you manage your money. Because it's too easy to go adrift, right? It's very easy to go adrift. Yeah, month after month. Because, I mean, I, in my practice, I get I get to see it a lot where people fill out a budgeting worksheet and they say, okay, this is how much I spent. Oh, but, you know, this month we had, you know, this that happened. And then last month, you know, that happened. And then, you know, normally we spend this much, but, you know, just something comes up, you know, something yeah. comes up. You definitely need regular check-ins where you're looking at the numbers, you're looking at what actually happened, what you actually spent, because if you don't, then you'll just make assumptions, right? And you tend to think, <laughs> human beings tend to think well of themselves, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So they'll think, oh, I, I couldn't have spent that much money, yep. right? Until you actually see the credit card statement or the budgeting spreadsheet, and then you realize, oh, those things actually did add up. I did spend more on this than I thought I should. Exactly. It's the adding things up because we can make excuses month to month to say, okay, well, this came up this month, this came up that month. But at the end of the year and we total it all together and we realize, okay, this is how much I earned. This is how much I saved from those earnings. Yeah, those like one-offs really added up to a lot. And let's be honest. The reason that people don't do these kind of regular check-ins generally is that it's an escape mechanism. You don't really want to know yeah. <laughs> how bad things are, right? Head in the sand. You don't man. really want to open that credit card statement. You don't want to look at that budget because if you don't look at it, then you don't feel the pain. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we, we in, in finance or I think in, in most areas, there's a saying that says what gets measured gets done. So if you are not, let's say you're in sales and you got to make so many calls a day to get close that business or close those deals, you have that metric that you're measured against. How many phone calls did you make? How many emails did you write? How many proposals did you send out? Because that's the only way you're going to do it. I mean, no business owner or salesperson even likes making sales calls. But if you want to grow a business, you got to do it. So you got to measure exactly what you need to get done. Absolutely. Finally, let's close this one off with a note about New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Let's the, the pink elephant in the room, the cliche pink elephant in the room. So do you do them? Are you a fan of the New Year's resolution? Well, on business and personal, yeah. I mean, I don't call them New Year's resolutions. I have a business plan that mm -hmm. goes January to December every year. Mm -hmm. uh, and we take time at the end of December, um, you know, the, uh, my firm, uh, the group of us, mm -hmm. to look at each other's business plans, give each other notes, what we can work on. Uh, so that's the thing that we do over Christmas because, you know, I work in a non-Muslim <laughs> firm, as you know. Yeah. Um, and on the personal side, yeah, my, my wife and I, we definitely have time off over the holidays. And that's our sole focus. What are the things that we can improve upon next year? How do we feel about this year? We actually something that is kind of cute i know I, I have to give my wife credit for this one every i probably haven't participated this like, now that i think back at this i'm probably going to fail at this uh year end but we have this jar it's called good things for 2016 let's say this year and what i'm supposed to do which i haven't done now that i think about it is there's a little notepad right in front of that jar and when something good happens you write it down on that notepad stick it in the jar mm -hmm. so that at the end of the year you can reflect on you pull all this, these notes out of the jar and you think about, oh yeah, look at all these good things that happened. So it's kind of a, a nice way to recall the good things, the, the non-financial, not, you know, just fun, cool things that happened throughout the year. Is there a bad things jar? Or would that defeat the purpose of the exercise? <laughs> yeah, there's a good things jar and only a good things jar. Um, I thought maybe there's a bad things jar and then you burn it after or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some catharsis. No, no, it's a good things jar. And it, it's, it's a way that we, you know, take a look at, take stock. Yeah. Basically. So I like that. I like that. I think there's a lot of, you know, question marks around how effective New Year's resolutions are. I mean, yeah. the, the, the story that we always tell is that, you know, you go to the gym in January, it's full. Yep. Right. February, empty. Right. 
Yeah, because people, I mean, I was just at the gym right now and, you know, God forgive me if I'm backbiting here, but the, um, there's a guy at the gym. God forgive me if I'm backbiting because I'm about to. <laughs> well, I don't know his name. Nobody know, nobody who's listening will ever know who yeah. he is because I don't even know who he is. Um, it's a small gym that I go to near my office. Just Unless he's a listener. Oh, hey, that's a risk-wise guy. I better listen to his show. And then the first episode he listens to, you're bashing him. <laughs> No, I mean, I empathize with this because I know I know what it's like to be in his shoes. So it's definitely his first day back. He said that. And he's getting back into it. And the guy was there for, like, because I went. I had to come back for a meeting. Then I went back because I uh, didn't finish my what I was supposed to do. And he was still there. Mm. Like, the guy must have been there for two hours. And just all over the map, everywhere, every body part, he's working out. He's going hard. You can, <laughs> you can, you can see the intensity in his eyes yeah. of, like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I can't believe I haven't done this before. I'm he's so gonna, glad. He's going to last a week. He might not come back. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine what he's going to feel like tomorrow morning yeah. or the next week, really. And, and that's, I think, why New Year's resolutions, whether they're health and fitness or money or anything, social life, not being yeah. awkward, being better in social situations, is that you want instantaneous success. Like, yeah. I want to start it and I want to be good at it tomorrow. Right. But we're going to talk about how to do the resolution thing right. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole science to habit change, but I think over the course of the holidays, most of us have, you know, a little bit a little bit of time off. Things are a little bit slower, at least. We have some time to reflect, some time to think about what's happened in the past year. The opportunity here, I think, is really just to reflect on where you are and whether you're satisfied with that and why you want to make change. So what would be the category? I mean, this is not in our notes. I'm just asking you right now as I thought of it. What We have notes? <laughs> Said. <laughs> oh, I, I'm letting the... This is all off the cuff, remember? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, totally. We're just naturally dynamic. Exactly, like exactly. Um, what would be the categories? Like if I if I was to say, you know, I want to think about how my year went and then how I can improve upon it next year, what would be the broad categories that would help this brainstorming? Financially or in general? No, give me all the categories. So yes, oh, financial, okay. done. So you're putting me on the spot, yeah. Check. Financial. Health. Um, sure. Yeah. Am I as healthy as I should be? Have I been doing healthy things? Mm-hmm. How can I be healthier next year? Yeah. Cool. So actually, I would actually look at this a little bit differently. Okay. I mean, I haven't thought about it too much, but now that you're putting me on the spot, <laughs> I would look at it in terms of spheres of, of responsibility. Okay. Okay. So you start with God, right? Mm-hmm. Ultimately, your first and foremost duty is to, to God himself, right? right? And the prophets of the Son. Then you have your immediate family, right? You have right. Your, if you're married, your spouse. If you have kids, your kids. If you have parents, your parents, right? Right. Siblings and so on. Right? So how was I as a son, daughter, husband, wife? Yeah. yeah. All these responsibilities I have. How, how have I done in that regard? What can I do to improve? Right. right. And, and that's financial. It's related to that, right? Because if, if you're someone that's in charge of taking care of your family, right. then that's part of that responsibility. Absolutely. Right? How have okay. I taken care of them? I mean, you know, do they have housing? Or am I feeding them wholesome food? Yeah. Are they getting the education that they need? Do they have right. the resources that they need to, to be able to live life? And so on and so forth. Are they getting the attention and time? Exactly. Right. So there's a social side to this, there's a nurturing side to this. Um, then there's a community aspect, right? Oh, what I see I where doing? you're going with this. Yeah. So concentric circles, right? Yes. Yes. What am I doing for my community? Charity is a big part of that. Right. Um, activism, volunteering. Right. Um, all of that is important. Right. So when you do a year end, yeah, there's a lot of different things that you can think about. Personal, family, uh, community for sure. At risk wise, we're going to focus on the financial stuff, right? And financial is one of the ones that kind of cuts across yes. everything, right? Because you have a financial responsibility towards your family, towards, well, towards God, Absolutely. God, right? Yeah. Towards your family in terms of housing them and feeding them and giving them what they need, towards your community in terms of charity. So right. that really cuts across everything. Exactly. Uh, and it's important. 
It absolutely is vital. So uh, the next episode, we're going to get into how to actually do a year-end review for the financial side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once we go through that, like what the process is to really assess how this year has gone, then the question is, all right, now what? Now we've, we know what we've done so far. What do we do with that information? Well, we're going to talk about how to build a very strong 2017 in the following episode. So the third episode in this miniseries. Sounds good. So if you're joining us here for the first time, what I want you to do is head over to riskwise.com, click on the free course link, and then join us inside the free course where we will send you all of the kind of foundational lessons that you need to learn to get this you know, financial planning, financial management picture right. Yeah, because especially before the next episode, you're going to not understand a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about if you don't haven't heard the jar analogy, for example. So head on over, grab that free course. Like I said, it's free. Uh, and it's the foundational stuff that Ahmed and I spent mm, almost a year building before we launched RiskWise. Yeah, a little bit too long, probably. But it's <laughs> it's good stuff. It's important. You'll get a lot out of it. And all of this will become more meaningful to you. Inshallah. Inshallah. Stay tuned for the next episode on how to do your urine review. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum